Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection business as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. So the world is getting ready to change again. Most of us think it's already changed and all the changes are over. (laughs) No, my friends, that was just the start of a huge shift that's coming in our industry. And if you're not ready for it, you're going to fail. And I don't want to see that happen. Or, Or maybe you just won't have the success that you deserve. So here's one of the things that I want you to know. I already hear from inspectors out there. Oh, the real estate agents aren't in the office as much as they used to be. Oh. Um, the economy is, is just so hot. This is, this is amazing. Economy is so hot. Homes are selling so fast. Uh, people are waiving the inspection. Okay. Oh, the economy is so bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. See, the economy is so good. The economy is so bad. It doesn't matter. Here's what I want you to understand. The world wants to hand you an excuse. I have a program I call Beware the 95% because you are surrounded by people You are surrounded by a world that wants to hand you an excuse. You don't have to succeed unless you just have a burning desire to succeed. Now, what's your excuse? What's the excuse the world's trying to hand you? Maybe, in my case, it was the fact that I need to take care of family. Yeah, to some degree, that was an excuse for me not doing something else. But you know what? That was important to me, and so I went and did that. What excuse, though, do you have for not growing your business? What excuse do you have for not hiring people? What excuse do you have for not being the most expensive inspector in in your area? What excuse do you have for not walking in and out of real estate offices? What excuse do you have for not doing presentations? Okay, Uh, there there are tons of excuses. I don't want to manage people. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Great. You know, I had lunch with one of my partners the other day, and he said something then I want to make sure you hear. He said, I am. And when he said that, I just got goosebumps because when he said that, I realized he was ready to take the step to the next level. When you say I am, that is like the highest platform that you can possibly operate from. When I say it, what I'm saying inside my brain is I am responsible. I am responsible for my successes. I am responsible for my failures. I am responsible for every person that I work with to some degree. And you know what? The world tells you, oh no, you're not responsible for them. Yeah, and there you go. The world has handed you an excuse. And if you wanna accept it, you can. So just be careful because these excuses are like roadblocks. And what happens is you're driving down, you see that excuse, you go, oh, I need to go this way. And before you know it, you're off track. There's a great book out there called Outwitting the Devil. In in that book, it talks about how the devil wants you to drift. And if he can get you to drift one degree here, by the time you're down the road, you're way over there instead of where you need to be. Do you want to drift or do you want to stay on track? 
Staying on track requires you being around people that don't accept excuses. You either get excuses or results. And the roadblocks will try to move you this way. My suggestion is get the roadblocks out of your way so that you can continue going on in the right direction. I'll give you one great example of this in, in my life, and that's my amazing wife, Susan. Susan and I have been married 40 plus years. She has stood by me in thick and thin and, and good times and bad times. Now, I've never had to file bankruptcy. I've never had to have a car repossessed out from underneath me. But that doesn't mean we're not concerned about, you know, making the bills pay. My kids laugh. We just had a meeting with my kids uh, the other day, and we were laughing because we'd pull through McDonald's, right? And they would all say, hey, can I get this? Can I get this? I'm going to do this. And I go, uh, four cheeseburgers, please. And then they would say, well, can we get a Coke? And I go, four waters, please. You know, <laughs> money was tight when I was young. All right. And having four kids doesn't make it any looser. All right. You've got to make sure you're counting your nickels and your dimes. I'm making up for that a little bit now, just, just so you know. Susan, my amazing wife, stood through me by all of that. She, uh, she was there for me. She, she understood me. She encouraged me. Um, and um, it is so much fun watching her flourish in her new role in this world. So we have this amazing building, 8,000 square feet. We've got a 1,300 square foot meeting room that we, we use. We have this full-blown studio here where I'm taping this today. We have a full-blown kitchen out there. And right next to that, she has about 1,200 square feet that she uses for her charity. It's called Sew, S-E-W, because they, they sew stuff, sewing machines and all that good stuff. So many blessings. Uh, we helped her build a website. I helped hire uh, someone to make sure that she got her 501, all right, uh, so that it's a, a full-blown charity, legal, all that good stuff. She has traveled to uh, Kenya. She has traveled to Guatemala. She has traveled to all kinds of places. They have made blankets for, for homeless children, all kinds of things. You know, when I get to see that sort of stuff happen, I begin to realize why the good Lord continues to bless us is because we're kind of a conduit where we pass that blessings on to other people. And in fact, it's kind of funny because I created a position in my office. In fact, I don't know any other company that has a position. They'll say they do, but I created the position called caretaker. So we have a wonderful lady here who takes care of the building but she also takes care of the people inside the building. And every Tuesday, when Susan's wonderful ladies come in to do sewing for other people, all right, and, and, and by the way, 100% of all the money she takes in goes into stuff that goes out, okay? Nobody gets paid, there's no overhead, there's no nothing, 100%, okay? I don't charge them rent, <laughs> you know, or any of that. Um, but the caretaker fixes them all lunch. Uh, on Tuesdays. And so when they all come in, they have a great time making uh, either masks or dresses for little girls or shorts for little boys or blankets for homeless people and people in prison. My wife made the most incredible blanket for this uh, foster child who is getting ready to graduate. So it's going to be her graduation gift. Imagine you, once you succeed at your business, you have that kind of time to give back to the world. That's what being successful to me looks like. And I hope that once I get a chance to work with you, not only will your business be successful, your life will be successful. And you will be able to pass the blessings that come into your business on to other people as well. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, 
go to microreturns.com right now.